1: Welcome to No Filler. I'm Quentin. And I'm Travis. And it's our next What You Heard. We are so stoked to be hearing new music from these guys. This is Kings of Convenience with their brand new single, Rocky Trail. describe how excited we were with this dropped dude. I can't believe that it's been 12 years since we, we heard new music from these guys, but they always... Th- they can always pick up exactly where they left off, you know what I mean? These these two guys. So it's Erland Oya and Irik Glambeck Bo, or po It's Bo. <laughs> it's this folk pop duo um, that has sort of been you know there's bands that are like constants in my life queue. yeah and this is one of them and like i i think i've even railed against folk pop um on this on this podcast before i i don't like this this style of music anymore as far as like seeking out newer bands that that have this kind of stuff or even even bands back in the back in the heyday of this stuff which is like you know the 2000s early 2000s but for, for whatever reason these guys can do no wrong in my eyes you know what i mean there's just a special place in in our hearts for, for these guys and um one of our favorite bands forever and always man and yeah like like you said it's been 12 years since their last uh release which was declaration of dependence um before that it had been five years between uh quiet is the new loud and declaration Right. Um, Which is, I'm sorry, uh, I'm right on an empty street. Sorry. I, I remember when Declaration of Independence came out and I was like, wow, five years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Now it's been 12 years. But yeah, you and I, we, we basically just gave up on ever hearing them collaborate again. So, you know, I think, you know, last year, Ireland put out a brand new Why Does Boy Alive single. Yeah. Right. And then he put out, dude, I think, I feel like 2000. It may have been the same amount of time. When did uh, when did the last widest boy live record come out? The, the last full length was rules. Yeah, in two thousand nine. So that's kind of crazy. He, the last time he put music out on both of his acts, Kings of Convenience and Widest Boy Live, was two thousand nine. But he so that guy uh, stays busy. The thing about Eric is that I don't know much about if you know if there's any other projects that he does. He started another group. I don't remember what they were called. But he had a record that came out within the last few years, I think. Yeah. So, But no, he he's just not – he's not as prolific as Airland. Like, Airland has a ton of side projects that he's always doing. He's producing stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, also, if you guys caught our um, wrap-ups of 2020, we talked about Airland and uh, that album that he released, the uh, Quarantine at Algonzo. Uh, that he did with another guy that I believe it's another member of Widest Boy Live that we really enjoyed. Uh, But yeah, dude, let's talk about Rocky Trail, man. So this came out almost a month ago by the time this What You Heard gets released. Uh, It was dropped at the end of April. Uh, You and I listened to it simultaneously together. And dude, I literally, it brought me damn near to tears dude because it was just so great to hear these guys collaborate again it's like you said man there's just is some heavy heavy nostalgia yeah. we have tied to this band and like and like i said like they pick up right where they left off so like it sounds like a kings of Convenience record you know what i mean it, it sounds exactly like the 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 special type of um and unique sound that they, they, they are very much um you know, when their two voices come together, you know, what I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's magical. It's magic, man. So I read here on the, on a little pitchfork review of this, uh, Erland says another classic Iric composition that skillfully ignores the verse chorus verse blueprint. Yeah, it does. It's pop music, but not as we know it. So this is an IRIC uh, song, which is cool. Okay. Um, and yeah, dude, I love, I love his music, man. I I love what they do together. Um so yeah, we thought what better way to to kick off this What You Heard episode than a brand new single from our favorite folk pop duo Kings of Convenience. And uh you know, we might as well go ahead and say that we have full plans on doing a um an episode on this when it drops in June. So like that will happen at some point. Uh, The new record, I think, comes out the 18th of June. Yeah, it's called Peace or Love. Peace or Love. So we will be doing an episode on this record. Um, Yeah, so that'll just be another excuse to talk more about these guys. And um, go back and listen to our episode on... We did Riot, right? Yeah. So yeah, go back and listen to our episode on Riot on an Empty Street. If you you like that kind of music, if you like these guys, we have talked about them before. Actually, you know what, dude? We ended up dropping quiet is the new loud as kind of a pulling from the vaults kind of thing back when I think it was back when you were uh, busy uh, on like business trips because we had recorded we originally recorded quiet is the new loud before we even launched this podcast when we were just kind of kicking around and and experimenting with you know recording and stuff like that we did an entire episode on quiet which is their first full length that came out in two thousand one. So I believe we have both of those episodes on the feed. Yes, that's true. We do. Yeah, it was a, a bonus episode, Q. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, so but really Declaration of Dependence is the only record we haven't talked about from these guys. Um but yeah, go back and listen to that if you if you care about it. Um if not, hey, no biggie to me. You know? <laughs> um Well hey man, this is our what You Heard episode. Let's dive right into it, dude. We got 10 songs to drop on you today. So if this is your first time joining us, welcome. This is the No Filler podcast. Usually, our episode format is we take an artist or an album, dive into the history, dive into the recording processes, talk a little bit about the band, and pick non-singles from that album and share them with you. in hoping that you will find that you will hear songs from bands that you love that you may not necessarily hear since they're not singles. Uh, But this is our monthly mixtape that we lovingly refer to as Whatcha Heard's, where we each bring five songs to the table, uh, just songs, music we've been listening to in between recordings. It can be a brand new song. It can be a song from 1970. Uh, So this is just a rapid fire music heavy format and this is our fifth What You Heard episode, I believe. So I'm starting first. And, dude, I just heard this song yesterday. Really excited uh, to share it with you because I know you're going to love it. And I'm sure this is happening with you, dude. Ooh, Little Dragon. Okay. Yeah. Hey, now. Mm-hmm. This. <laughs> I keep hearing songs that came out last year. That I'm like, man, how did I miss this? You can't, you know, you can't beat yourself up over that. Yeah, there's so much music uh... because you know, as we discovered on the "Built to Spill" episode, there's records that came out, you know, 20 years ago <laughs> that... that you have just now <laughs> totally discovered. missed. So, yeah, yeah, you know, a few, a few months, you know, big deal. Yeah, this is still new to you. Yep. so this is a single that Little Dragon dropped last December. Uh, and they collaborate with Moses Sumney. If that sounds familiar to you, Travis, I brought one of his songs as a what You Heard a while back. Uh, he's a West African-American, uh, really great, really talented dude. Um, Baroque pop, Electro Soul, those are good. I think those are good. Baroque Descript, pop. Baroque pop, yeah, yeah dude. Okay. Um, he dropped an album last year. With a song called Viral on it that I really liked. Anyways, uh, We Are No Strangers to Little Dragon. And um, how would you describe them, dude? Little Dragon? Yeah. I don't want to say Dream Pop because that, you know, that's the shoegaze side of pop. I mean... Bedroom pop. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard. I mean, kind of um, soul, uh, disco-y kind of stuff. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, I'm going to read it... A quote here from, um, I believe it's from, what's her name, dude? What's what's the main singer's name? Couldn't tell you. She's, she's Little Dragon to me. Yeah, right, right. Uh, so she says, when we reached out to Moses, we didn't know what to expect. What we received was very stripped down with his beautiful voice. We jammed along and sent it back. It bounced back from his end with added horns and sounded beautiful to our ears. We are very proud of this single. And then Moses says here, I've been listening to Little Dragon for a very long time. As a teen, their first album impressed upon me just how infinite modern soul music can be. So basically- That's insane that he was a teen. Yeah. Can you imagine, dude, getting a, you know, one of your favorite bands reaching out to you and asking if you want to collaborate? All right. So this is, again, a song by Little Dragon and Moses Sumney. This song is called The Other Lover. Yeah, I like that harmonizing at the end there. Totally. Almost had like a Motown kind of vibe to it. Good stuff, man. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, so her name's Yu- Yukimi Nagano. Yeah, I was going to say, her voice is so, like, you know, recognizable and, like, distinct, you know? You always know when it's her. And and same goes for a Little Dragon's sound, you know? Like, this is a collaboration, but right from the rip, dude, it's Little Dragon. Dude, I I feel like this is really good timing the fact that this is asian american heritage month oh cute. there we go yeah really cool um so is this just like a one-off single that they did i think so or okay cool i don't yeah i don't think they they're collaborating with him for like a full length or anything yeah that's awesome uh, but yeah um if you, if you like little dragon at least for me and like i haven't listened to all their newer stuff but machine dreams was the one that that i really got into back in 2009 that was the first one of theirs that i that I got into. Um, good stuff, dude. Yeah, dude. Anyways, man, let me pass it over to you. What you been hurting, brother? All right. So, I want to say I just um, shazammed this one while I was driving around. It was on um, KEXP, which is a, uh, you know, it's our local. local. Um, That's my local, dude. You were getting your. Oh, shit. Not, not your. um. <laughs> Well, i don't remember what it is it's it, it, it's the equivalent of kexp but in in the dallas uh, metroplex you know it's our local member supported music station right mhm and um i so this is a, a a collaboration between like four different artists one of them i am very familiar with blockhead oh i love blockhead man yeah big fan of his stuff so this guy he's kind of a electronic producer um In the vein of like chill, right? Like chill out, down tempo kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. He he does a lot of, uh, like he samples a lot of jazz, like old jazz Mm -hmm. uh, stuff. Yeah. Jazz heavy sampled like trip hop kind of stuff. Yeah. So he put out a, a record, a single with somebody that goes by either the Polish ambassador or the Polish ambassador. Probably Polish, brother. Probably. And then featured on the track are two vocalists, one named Zion I, or Zion the First, depending on how you read that, and Nitty Scott. So this is, you know, four different artists collaborating on this track. Awesome. All right, so this track is called Memory Palace. What's the
3: definition of insanity? Ambassador, Zion, Icro, Nitty Scott, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, source Connect with the bomb, Rev never left. Peace guard, religious guard, we beat all obstacles and trials, all relevant. Journey to self, the whole style, eloquent, essentialist, natural mist, blistered. And Mr. Cold World, I'm gifted, lifted. Born with the uniform on my own, swarm the dawn, bring calm along. Yeah. Blessed love in your palaces, I use it, earn the burn, the karma, smoke chalices, you don't know how wild it is, don't be childish, thoughts from the center of the obelisk, heavy mental populace, slow down, guard your ground, and breathe deep, acknowledge this, come with the rhythm, here the story your vision, joy, love, team, and attainment, heat the inner wisdom, come with the rhythm, here the story your vision, and heat the inner wisdom, I'm gonna This world is half order, half calamity So I can tell you if you manifest or who you plan to be Or to scam to me Damn in my humanity, but I ain't here to save him like uh, the man manatees uh. Find your liberation, find your family Take the happenings and add it to your tapestry Maybe I be saying too much Stay with hands up, maybe I be praying too much When the source made me, they was paying to touch I was all in a bag, I be slayin' too much I'm With a valetini but the koolalini
1: Man, I love when when collaborations like this happen, dude. Because, like, I mean, I I loved what I heard from all of them. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting... When two like electronic producers collaborate on a track, because it's like, I'm guessing Polish ambassador did the maybe the the beat or something like that, and then Blockhead maybe did sort of the samples and stuff like that, like you were saying. Man, that was great, dude. I and I'm definitely gonna jump into to more of Nitty Scott's stuff. I liked her her style of hip hop. Man, it's like very old school. Yeah, definitely love it. Yeah, you know, I I, I typically don't gravitate toward hip hop, uh, but uh, Something about that that sample is what kind of like made me think, oh, that's kind of cool. Let me just hand that. That's classic blockhead, man. All right, Q, throw it back to you for your next track. What you got? Well, I'm just going to keep this collab train running, dude. So uh, this is a fairly new single as well. Uh, we're familiar with Laura Marling on No Filler, dude. She dropped my definitive favorite song from 2020. The song Only the Strong from her... Oh, that's right. Yeah, dude, yeah. from her album Song for Our Daughter. Pulled at the emotional uh, heartstrings, Yeah, dude. Uh, so she also collaborates with a guy named Mike Lindsay, uh, who he's a producer and he's also a member of a few bands, uh, one of them being Tongue and another one being Throws. Uh, haven't heard of either of those bands. But uh, he met... Lindsay back in 2016 uh, while she was supporting Neil Young on his tour in London and um, according to this little snippet here, according to this little bio it says, to both their surprise, each had been admirers of the other's work so they met a few days later they uh, retreated underground to Mike's London studio to unite their energies and produce Lump So that is the name of their their group. It's LUMP. So Laura says here um, in regards to this new record that they're working on, um, she says here it became a very different thing about escaping a persona that has become a burden to me in some way. So she's really referring to like the vulnerability, you know, uh, that came out through her solo album, the one I mentioned, "Song for Our Daughter." Uh, She says. It was like putting on a superhero costume. So that's cool, man. You know, like she, you know, she she drops this really raw emotional album and now she can retreat, put on this superhero costume and join uh, Mike Lindsay to do another Lump album. It's cool to think about that, dude. You know, like as an artist, you're really yeah. putting it all out on the table. Um, So it's nice to kind of like retreat and, you know, join forces with another artist and, and do something cool. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. So she says here, we created lump as a sort of persona and an idea and a creature. Through lump we find our inner animal, and through that animal, we travel into a parallel universe. My goodness, man. It's a lot of that's um, a lot of hype here. <laughs> well, it's a great story. So track, we're about dude. to be transported into another universe. Well, I don't know if she's saying that, but to her, this is something totally different. So this is how she... I gotcha. Yeah, it's something totally different for her. All right, so here is a brand new track from Lump. This song is called Animal. last part just did something for me dude (laughs) i feel like i just transcended into another uh, parallel universe it does pick back up it does pick back up but yeah man that's awesome what a great track great track a lot of cool stuff going on in that track you know what that reminded me of cock and swan yeah because it's a really good kind of mashup of um i mean cock and swan was like psychedelic well not psychedelic but um like electronic shoegaze or down, like, yeah, you know, what I mean, they had the shoegaze vocals and, and pace, but like some dark sort of synth and electro stuff, like, underneath it, you know, yeah, dude. I feel like that's that's very similar as far as like the really strong, you know, female vocals, yeah, uh, laid on those really cool, interesting, like, synth heavy beats, yeah, that was really cool, yeah, man. I'm excited. So, they've got a so that was the title track. So, that the new album is called Animal. It is set to release on July 30th. Back to you, brother. What you been hurting. All right. So I actually have a pretty good follow-up to that track. And this is an artist that I brought as a – this was on our on our playlist at least. So it didn't actually get any airplay on No Filler. But you remember when we did our top 100 of the last decade yep. playlist? Um, we had an episode that we did where we had our top 10 – where we at least played our top 10 from the last decade. But we also had a Spotify playlist that we put out. um, And on that was a a band called Fear of Men. And I brought a song from them called Tefra, which was off their debut record, Loom. Oh, dude, I remember really liking this song a lot. And I meant to dive back into it and listen to more from them, but I never did. That happens so often, man. Yeah, man. Well, I'm stoked. They're kind of like a dream pop, indie pop. They're in that they're in that vein and they came out with a single last year called Into Strangeness. And um yeah, we're just going to play it, dude, and then we'll talk about it. And that's how this works. <laughs> so again, the song is called Into Strangeness by Fear of Men. Love it. Love it. (laughs) Oh, that's good, man. Uh, They have a really great sound. Her, her voice, her name is Jess, Jessica Weiss. She said about this particular song, uh, it is a way for her to focus on healing and shutting the door on some elements that have been toxic and draining in her life for too long. So, um, yeah, the, the band is a, um, like I said, it's, it's, jessica weiss as the front person <laughs> front person um and i don't know why that was funny to me, but and um daniel falvey is the other kind of main guy they met in art school and um jessica was doing soundtracks for short films that she was creating nice but um and then falvey this guy who's a guitar player and a fellow art student black tour recordings so they started working together it's great dude really really good stuff so yeah um again that was last that was last year so the um you know there wasn't a a record to come after that right it was just a single that came out but um yeah i'm sure they're i'm sure they're putting out new stuff you know there's probably there's probably new even more material coming out around the corner but um for now we have that so that was into strangers by by Fear of Man. Go check them out if you, if you like that. All of the stuff that I've listened to from them is, is you know along the same vein. So Let's take a quick break. All right, Q. I'll throw it back to you for your next pick. What you got? All right, man. So uh, this is an artist I just discovered a couple weeks back. His name is Sam Amadon. Uh, he is a fiddle and banjo playing folk pop artist. Um, he's got a great sound dude. The way I can think of to describe him is like Nick Drake with a little country twang. You're going to love this stuff, dude. Interesting. Okay. He's got that vulnerable, like, you know, Nick Drake voice. Um, so I, for the longest time, up until a few minutes before we started recording, I was going to play... Uh, the first track off of uh, his self-titled that he released last October. Uh, it's a song called Maggie. But I started listening to to more songs off the album, and track two just hit me, hit me good. dude. so I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up, and play track two from Sam Amidon's self-titled from last October. The song is called Pretty Polly. Yeah, that's the perfect description of him. Q. that is exactly what it is. It's um, well, it's Nick Drake with a little bit of twang, like you said. Yeah, but I like that he's incorporating, you know, kind of those drum beats and stuff, and some of those other textures that he adds in the background. Yeah, and that that's like right from from the beginning of this record. Like I said, I was I was gonna play the first track. What really stands out to me is is how contemporary it sounds. Um, it's a really great blend of. Country folk and like newer, you know, kind of pop tunes. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of like the way that Luke Temple structures some of his songs. Um, of uh, here we go, magic. Who's actually I feel like put out more solo stuff than he has with that group, but um, yeah, really good stuff, dude. It's definitely worth a listen all the way through. So yeah, again, that's Sam Amadon and his self-titled from last year, uh, and that song was called Pretty Polly." So yeah, dude, I'll pass it back to you. What else you got? All right, Q. This is going to be not a 180, but um, definitely a change of pace from the other stuff that we've talked about today. Um, But this band made made an appearance. Um, I don't know if we played. We may have played um, a song from them, too. So on our Jimmy Eat World episode, we dove into and played some examples of like first wave emo, second wave emo, right? Leading up to Jimmy Eat World. These guys, they're called the Promise Ring. And they are sort of a a very well-known sort of one of those groups that has sort of you know garnered more popularity and stuff over the years right we did play stuff from them so this is like early emo right or like yeah i think this is like second second wave emo and this is um an example of you know what what is referred to as like a midwest emo sound right you know because these guys are from milwaukee but anyway um yeah so uh world he he references this guy, the the lead singer, um Davey or Davy von Bolen is his name. There's that, you know, that lyric from from Jimmy. Come on, Davy, sing me something that I know. That one. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Anyway, and I think Davy was like on that track. Dude, I love that song by the way. That's one of my favorites on that record. Yeah. From from Jimmy. Yeah. Um anyway, so I I was just going back and listening to uh their record Nothing Feels Good. I, I don't remember which track we played off of this record but anyway it's just a great great album man and it's just so like when you listen to it now like it's you know this is the music that was happening right before like jimmy sort of took emo and and and, and um you know transitioned into third wave emo right yeah it became super popular with bleed american and whatnot yep yep but anyway it's just the classic the classic emo sound and i just love it dude we're gonna play a track from this record So this came out in 1997. Again, this band is called The Promise Ring, and we're gonna play a song called Make Me a Chevy. Love it man you can definitely hear the influence they've had on on that indie emo stuff yeah this record is is um is is considered one of the most influential in the in the emo genre q and you like you said you can you can totally hear it because like what what happens afterwards is is um as far as like in the uh in the emo genre it, it you know you can you can point back to bands like american football bands like um, i'm hearing hot rod circuit i'm hearing hey mercedes yes absolutely uh, and now dude. and i'm hearing absolutely. tiger's jaw which is you know yeah you know how, how i feel about tiger's jaw i do know how I feel <laughs> which, about which and i have to remind myself that the tiger's jaw has been around since the early 2000s but yeah they're they're True. you know dropping new albums in that vein of uh you know the classic emo indie pop from the early o's yeah i mean this is one of my favorite things to do q is like Go back go backwards from what I know, you know, and like try to figure out and, and piece together like how do we how did we get here? You know what I mean? Yeah, like where does it split off and what kind of variants do you have? What are the stepping stones to a band that I love, you know? That's one of my favorite things to do. So yeah, go back and listen to our Jimmy World episode. We talked about um, Clarity, which is the record that they put out right before Bleed American. And if you're in our age group, you probably remember Bleed American, because that's when um, you know they had some MTV music videos for like Sweetness and um, In the Middle. Actually, I don't know if they had a video for Sweetness, but everybody remembers the, the middle song um, or the video for that. It was like at a swimming pool party thing. We were all over that record when it came out. Bleed American and Is This It, I think, yeah. from Strokes, dropped around the same time. Yep. And that was a good variety, you know what I mean? Like the garage stuff and then Sort of that. Because, you know, as we talked about in that episode, you and I, for some reason, had no idea that a lot of the bands that we listened to were actually considered emo. Right. Because in our heads, we equated emo. Like, we had a very limited definition of emo. Uh, We equated it with, like, the screamo side of emo. Which was very popular in the early 2000s. We talk a lot about that that with uh, Joel Fruth on our episode where we covered Ethan Durrell with him. That was the golden age of like emo screamo stuff. Yeah, so in a way, like that's probably why because around that time, that is kind of what was synonymous with emo. Yeah, and there were a lot of students at our high school that were heavy into that stuff, so we were familiar with yeah, it. Exactly, but yeah, emo goes way back, dude. And and uh, bands like Promise Ring is, is um, one of the stepping stones to to that kind of sound. You know, all right, Q. I'm gonna throw it back to you. What do you got for us? All right, dude. So this is a guy named J.W. Francis. He is a indie lo-fi bedroom pop artist from New York. Really good stuff, dude. I'm not going to really say much more. Uh, let's just jump right it. We, we still got four songs total to play, dude. So uh, I'm going to rapid fire this one. So this is an album of his that came out last year called We Share a Similar Joy. Uh, Speaking of New York indie pop, this song is called New York. One, two, three, four. (laughs) that song didn't get you moving and grooving around the room, you got to check your pulse because you could be dead. He's phenomenal, That's dude. A, man, man, what a, yeah, um, amazing track, man. Yeah. Amazing It's track. just one of those artists that, you know, like he's just a songwriting machine. Everything that he drops is just great. Um, he dropped two new singles fairly recently this year that are a little bit more heavy on the, on the I guess, dream pop, like more synthy stuff. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's this, you know, heavy indie, indie pop sound. Uh, I love the way he structured that song. Like, you notice how he repeated most of those lines, like, yeah. back you know, back to back. Mm-hmm. Really cool style. Really well put together. Yeah. Well, man, uh, we got a lot of singer-songwriters today we're to talking <laughs> about, because I've got one, too. Awesome. Uh, so, this artist is named Jane Weaver. She's from Liverpool, England, Q, which is where the Beatles are from. And she's a singer-songwriter in the sort of acoustic psych folk mm-hmm. electronica. She mashes all these things together Ooh. to make some really interesting stuff. You're going to love the drum beat on this track, Q. I'll tell you that right now. So have you ever heard of the term folk-tronica, Q? I have, actually. <laughs> that, she kind of falls into that vein. Awesome. But anyway, super prolific artist, like just under her own name, at least – she's had you know she's put out like over 10 records uh going back to 2002 but we're gonna play a song off of her record the amber light came out in 2015. this song is called you are dissolved by jane weaver That is a song that's just begging to be played on the open road. You know, blue skies, sunny days. That's just a happy tune, man. I love it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So she's, she was actually in a couple of groups before she started doing her own stuff. So yeah, she's just c- kind of like, um, what you were saying about your last artist that you just played, like, uh, just very prolific singer songwriter. Like she had a bunch of different, you know, she kind of started with a more, um, with a more like folk pop, uh, folktronica kind of sound. And then she kind of transitioned into more... Actually, I guess she started as more of like an indie folk. I mean, this all sounds the same to me. Like indie folk, folktronica. And then by the time she got to this record, The Amber Light, that's when she started to pull in some of that psych kind of stuff, psychedelic kind of stuff. Um, which is, you know, you kind of hear that in that the drum beat and like the guitar work and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway... Yeah, so her name is Jane Weaver. Love it. And uh yeah, that record was called The Amber Light. The song was called You Are Dissolved. All right, Q. Is this your last pick? It's my last pick, man. All right. What you got for us, Q? Well, this just put a smile on my face, dude, when I first found out about it. Um and I wanna give a shout out to the the vinyl subreddit once more. Uh cause someone posted a uh, record from this series uh, on that subreddit. So there is a record label called CMH Records. It's a bluegrass uh, country music. And they have uh, this series called Pickin' On. It's a series of... um, It's basically like a a tribute series to artists and genres. Uh, They bring together the best bluegrass pickers out of Nashville and California... And they perform instrumental tributes to the biggest and best loved artists in rock music. So they've been doing this since 1993. It kind of started just as a like a one-off thing within the record label where they they had their first one is called Picking on the Movies, Bluegrass Tributes to Classic Film Recordings. Uh, and it's kind of blown up since then, dude. It's rather ridiculous, the amount of songs, uh, records that they've released, uh, some of them that stand out to me picking on Jimi hendrix they've got a picking on metallica that's amazing picking on clapton uh the one that showed up on the vinyl subreddit was picking on modest mouse oh okay i was you know my interests i mean they were getting peaked so we were talking about modest mouse last week yeah on our um built the spill well i thought what the hell else have they been picking on and i found a uh Let's see. I think it was 2007 that this one came out. Picking on the shins, dude. And let me tell you something, man. It is a goddamn treat. So is it just instrumental? No, no, no. So okay. Uh, so one of the the groups that performs on these tribute albums is a group called Iron Horse. They're on the record label. Uh, so it's a it's a bluegrass group. It's a four piece. Vance Henry, Anthony Richardson, Ricky Rogers, and Tony Robertson. I mean, those four names, dude. I mean, they're just born to be pickers, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, guitar, banjo, bass, and mandolin. And dude, I, I haven't really listened to, to much more than the Modest Mouse and the Shins tribute records. But, man, dude, this these songs just hit differently this is a a genre that has not had much uh, um appearance on this podcast no bluegrass let me tell you something dude i'm a big fan of bluegrass every i love bluegrass uh there was this random album that i found in a thrift store up here like when i first moved up uh i can't for the life of me remember what it's called but it it was a live recording uh from this this bluegrass festival in a, a town not too far out of seattle so it was you know, it was cool because it was it was a local live recording of a bluegrass group and I just fell in love with it. Anyways, man, so uh some of the more popular songs on this Shin's Tribute record, New Slang, Know Your Onion, Kissing the Lipless, Carrying is Creepy. Uh They play a lot of great ones, dude, but my favorite one, I'd have to say, is probably one of the more, I'd say, I don't know. Not as popular Shin songs, but it is actually one of my favorite Shin songs. I tend to gravitate toward their more somber, you know, dark kind of songs like Phantom Limb Mm
3: -hmm. or
1: um, The Past Impending. So this one's from Shoots Too Narrow. And I think out of all the songs that they cover, this one really could could be, you know, a song by Iron Horse. The way that they do it is just beautiful. Uh, So this is... Iron Horse and the Pickin' On series and this is their tribute to the Shins Those to Come
4: I listened the morning sun you were they end with thoughts still prone to care, making tea in your underwear. Went out in the yard to find something to eat and clear your mind. Something bad inside me. Waking leaves and broken light, Shifting skin the coming night The bearers of all good things arrive Climb inside us, twist and cry A kiss on your molten eyes Mirrored lives like blades of grass Yet to be realized, bow as they pass They are cold, still
1: it man i yeah yeah i actually like that better than the the (laughs) shins it's a little a little more upbeat yeah i love what they did with it because you know the original is is a little bit more you know subdued and like yeah it's it's just james mercer and and his guitar they do really great job with all with all the songs that they cover especially new sling i mean that's that one's basically a, a country bluegrass song anyways yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> um yeah. I really like that. Yeah. So do those guys did you know, is this like a super group type thing where like these guys actually do their own thing separate from this stuff and they you said Iron Horse is the band. Yeah. This is pretty much all they do now, dude. I've heard the name Vance Henry, I feel like. Well you can't even click on his name on Wikipedia. Maybe maybe it's just one of those names. Uh but no, so they have original material. They've been dropping their own stuff alongside these tribute albums. But yeah, once so Fade to Bluegrass, which was the Metallica tribute, was dropped in two thousand. Uh, dude, you know what? I feel like I've listened to that record you, before. You probably have. Yeah, but that's what—that's when their picking on series just blew up, and they've been uh, Iron Horse is is the group that does most of the picking on stuff. Uh, they did uh, they did a tribute to Ozzy Osbourne and Black Sabbath, dude. Uh, Black and Bluegrass. Yeah, and they did Led Zeppelin. They did Van Halen. They did Guns and Roses. They did Modest Mouse. They did Goo Goo Dolls. They did Kings of Leon. Dude, that would be cool to hear. And they did Nirvana. Uh, anyways, so yeah, that is, again, Iron Horse and the Picking On series. That was their tribute to the Shins, those to come. And we're around in third base, brother. Why don't you take us home? Oh, I think this is going to... I think this one's going to knock it out of the park, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, And of all the songs we played today, this this is the true... 180 that we like to do around here. Q. All right, especially after after some bluegrass. So this guy, I've been listening to his stuff quite a bit lately. I've been really into this dude. His name, or at least what he goes by, his name is Joe Baker. It's another London London guy. I've been, I've been into the into the uh, across the pond music lately. He's a electronic producer that sort of stays in the um, as he describes it, atmospheric techno. And jungle beat. Mm. He goes by Forest Drive West. And we're going to play a track off of his EP, Persistence of Memory. And this song is called Persistence of Memory Part Three. <laughs> That was great dude uh i'm getting some drum and bass eamon tobin andy stott mm-hmm. detroit techno you know i fucking live for this shit dude. yeah dude. I, I live for this deep the deep techno kind of stuff deeper um, idm type music and that's the thing like he he has a lot of different he you know that's really only the only few tracks that i heard from him that shifts into that really like distinct drum and bass type Mm-hmm. Beat, you know what I mean. A lot of his stuff is a little bit more, kind of like what he was saying, like atmospheric, yeah, jungle uh, techno kind of stuff. And I just, fucking love it, man. I've been listening to a lot of his music lately, really good stuff. Again, his name is Forest Drive West. Yeah. If uh, listeners out there, if you are a fan of this kind of stuff, Travis is your man. Reach out to us on Twitter, and uh, I'm just gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this decision for you, Trev. He's he will share with you all of his playlists. So you have several. And I'm sure you would love to share your tunage with uh, with our listeners. You've got some great playlists, dude, that you've been working on for years. I've got a few playlists, Q, that that I've been working on for a long time that that kind of dive into these two different, well, the wide range of electronic music, I would say. But yeah, uh, you know, I'll share them. You want to hear them? <laughs> I'll share them. Uh, yeah, just let me know. I'll send it to you. Well, that was great, man. I like that a lot. Yeah, go go check him out. He's got a lot of different, uh, a lot of different EPs that he's put out. You know, these electronic musicians they usually drop little EPs here and there. He's got one full full length record called Apparitions, and the rest of his discography are like these little singles and these little three four track EPs. Um, he he actually put one out this year. Actually, he's put out several this year, but he put one out called Dualism. That's actually really good. Sweet. And he just put out another one called Drifter Dub and Perception that he did with an artist named S. Terrio, which I feel like I've heard that name before too. But anyway, if you like this kind of stuff, uh, go check him out. And um, yeah, that is a a 180 to to, to close us out today, Q. Very nice. You know what, Q? I think we even talked about doing this. And since you brought, at least you brought them up, um, Modest Mouse, they put out a new single and we can have that close us out if you want sure there's a brand new modest mouse track that is you know just your classic modest mouse you know they have a very i don't want to say formula but a lot of their songs kind of sound similar i gotta say man I, I yeah i feel like all their stuff sounds the same now yeah but that's the thing like they're they're indistinguishably modest mouse you know what i mean like they're yeah the the what's his name dude the singer. I can't recall. But they're from Issaquah, so um local. Issaquah's is about 40 minutes from where I live. Not even, maybe 20. No one cares. Mm-hmm. But um uh, anyway, Yeah, dude. Yeah, they you know, it's just uh, yeah, another one of those bands Q. The the few, you know, there's very few bands I feel like that that um that are still successful, still put out songs that are great. Like their their record strangers to ourselves, which I can't believe came out fucking 6 years ago but um like they've been very consistent i feel like you know what i mean and they're still making music that i think people care about yeah um and they've been doing it for a very long time like we talked about built to spill and and you kind of um you you heard a lot of modest modest mouse and built to spill right oh yeah like modest mouse you know they had had a few singles that dropped that um that put them on the map right in the way that like built to spill never did and so they're still putting music out that people want to listen to not to build this bill, people don't care about it. But I'm just saying, they just modest mouse is one of the groups that still, you know, that that are still relevant, you know, in a way. Versus a lot of those groups that, that just kind of came and went, or just had their own like underground following, right? Totally. But anyway, so we're gonna we'll play a single from them. Uh, came out a couple of weeks back called "We Are Between." Modest Mouse close us out today. Next week we'll do French Kicks Swimming, which will be an interesting, um, yeah. <laughs> i done dude this is done. Why we don't record in the mornings man yes you're true. useless this happened before. right now dude this has happened before useless <laughs> all right q um well yeah that's it's been another what you heard another collection of random bullshit <laughs> from you and i <laughs> yeah I, I hope everybody out there enjoys these 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 episodes as much as we do because i look forward to this every month man yeah me too and um, yeah, hopefully we're sharing some some good artists. And dude, let me just share this. Let me, let me just share this with you, Q. Let me, let me peel back the curtain a little bit. Okay. You know, if, if it's like you, I have an ongoing playlist that I just keep on Spotify where I throw tracks on there that I think, hey, you know what? This will be a good what you heard. Every month, dude, I take off at least one or two video game and or movie <laughs> soundtracks, songs. Well I appreciate that. I feel that, like I dude I bring that to the table too often and I don't know how many people out there listen to as many soundtracks as me. So I don't want to burden everybody with that. I think what, what happens is like just while I'm working while I work, I like to listen to soundtracks. Yeah. So I listen to a ton of soundtracks. Hey you but, don't gotta um, explain yourself to me, brother or anyone else. Well, okay. You do you. You know what? I'm just telling you that um, we could do a whole uh, "What You Heard" on just uh, what are the soundtracks that I've heard because <laughs> I listen to more soundtracks probably than anything else. But anyway, um, that was that. We've been. Have you know, heard people say that? I've been Travis. No, and this has been Quentin. only you I, and your it, nerdy code friends talk like. No, that. No, no, no. <laughs> like I've heard that on like play like podcasts and shit, or like um, this has been Quentin. Yeah, uh, we've been no filler, and it's like you we have been like you always are i don't like it i don't like it it's kind of weird but i've been travis and uh and i've been quentin Quentin. and this has been no filler and where can you find us travis well of course you can reach out to us on twitter at no filler podcast and um yeah we say it every week we'll say it again tell us what you want to hear us talk about if you want if you want to uh a dope ass playlist that I've been working on for a long time that that covers um a pretty wide range of electronic music hit me up on Twitter I'll send you I'll send you them deets. I'll send you a <laughs> link to that Spotify playlist I've got a handful of them um yeah, yeah shout out tell to us, us on tell Twitter us what you, yeah give us a, give us a shout drop us a tune like hey say hey man here's what I've been hurting lately and then tell us what you've been listening to um, we may may feature a track that you send us on the, pl- on the podcast. You never know. Happens all the time. It happens all the time with, with one or two people that, that actually interact with us. You could be the third person that interacts with us. <laughs> I mean, what more do you need to hear from me? So yeah, reach out to us on Twitter. No Filler Podcast is our handle, as as they say. And you can also find us on the Pantheon Podcast Network. That is the home of a lot of great music-related podcasts, including this one that you're listening to. That's PantheonPodcast.com. And uh, we'd like to thank our sponsor, AKG, for supporting the network and this show. And, uh, yeah, that's it, man. Again, we're going to have Modest Mouse close us out today with their latest single, We Are Between. And we'll shout at you guys next week. My name is Travis. And I'm Quentin. And y'all take care.